Hello and welcome to Nobody Wake the Bugbear. Hello and welcome to Nobody Wake the Bugbear. Hey, this is Nobody Wake the Bugbear. Welcome back to another episode. Oh, I've got Doug to the right of me. He's going to talk, but don't mind that. I need love. Hello and Nobody Wake the Bugbear. Hello and welcome to Nobody Wake the I Bugbear. Crave flesh, papa. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Next episode. That's the end of that episode. We'll just drag it season out. Season four. Yeah. Time for season five, guys. Yeah, we'll drag out the silence for 40 minutes and we'll just publish this. It's an art piece. What we'll say is, no, there is there is a, a bit in there. There's actually a two second vital bit of plot in the episode, but you have to listen to the whole thing. You can't scrub for it. And then we've, we've also added in the occasional coughs, swear words, and that as well. Anyway. Anyway, can we begin the episode proper? Yes. Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew. I am the dungeon master of this here podcast and the editor and the director and the herdsman of these cats. Wrangler. These cats. You're also known as the Bicentennial Man, I believe. Yes. What are you known for, John? I'm known as an actor that was in B-movies directed by (laughs) primarily. No, actually, no, wait, cut that out. I'm going to dox myself if I make jokes like that. (laughs) Cut this out. There's an actor named John who is an actor in B-grade movies and Please cut that out. What can I leave in, John? Yeah, which part of that doesn't describe who you are? Cut it like all out. your name. I think my name is already... My full name is already in one of the descriptions of the episode, so it doesn't matter. I mean, it's in, like, all of the Facebook posts where we go, an art by John... You're right. Never yes. mind. Okay. Anyway. He lives at 123 Fake Street. His number is 555-555-555. I live in... My address is hey, one. let's get started with the episode. We've been calling to John long enough. I have no idea where what, we're at what to episode. do with this yeah. intro. So I've apologized to the listener. So we're going to cut it and we're going to start again from now. Hello. We are an actual play podcast from Perth, Australia. And we are into the fourth season of our campaign, Ghosts of Gauntergrim. I am Andrew the Dungeon Master. You've heard from John. You've heard from Josh. And now we'll hear from Doug. Ow, Doug, don't hit me. Ow. He asked for it. He deserved it. Doug, you are playing Kresis. Yes. You are a tiefling warlock slash rogue. Yes. Josh, you are playing Tobias the bugbear monk. Yes, he's that also is playing correct. Tobias. Hang on, Doug. That's enough from yes. you. Go back into your box. Okay. John, you are playing Fintok Falsmit, the dwarf rogue. I am playing Fintok Falsmit, the dwarf rogue. And I believe we can get straight into the recap because I've had enough of this, whatever it was. Madness. Still going, it looks like. John has put, has taken two little... Adulterated madness. The audience can't see. You guys have to just ignore it. His when name we... is now Snod. When last we left off, the party had just been told by the Nothic to parlay. Unfortunately, those that might have had mercy on it could not, for Kabias was deafened by the now-fallen Distrakhan's attack. Fintok and Ark... No, Ark is dead. <laughs> Fintok and Kresis were preoccupied with the two Gricks coming up from the south of the Grand Pillared Hallway. Maximus, who heard the Nothic's plea for parley, ignored it and set about the creature with his war pick. In the end, all the creatures were killed, but Ada, member of the party, has vanished with Andariel the Drow. However, the members of the party soon surmised that perhaps no harm has yet befallen them and that instead they have just gone off on their own way. Where is that way, John? 
back towards the Dwergar settlements, because Ada is determined to retrieve her. No, I mean, where have you gone, John? Where have we gone? We're heading back towards the doors. In the course of heading back towards the doors of Gondrakrim, so that we might rendezvous with a small party that is arriving. We're in the room with the Devil Circle. Hold on. We came to the the location of the previous Nothic and Destrakhan fight. No, you've passed that. You're... And beyond that, we came to the switching station, which we had to run through the first time because we incurred the wrath of the Dwergar, and now we've come back. It's more peaceful. There don't seem to be any bodies, which would imply that those Dwergar that did survive retrieved their dead and moved further in at a different time. So now we are able to peacefully explore the switching station. Now... We moved into some accommodation areas, some dwarf break rooms, and the party has now moved forward into a room that is empty, except for, in the northeast corner, a large, devilish pentagram clustered within the remnants of many humanoids, presumably sacrificed to a devil. There is one devil whose name has constantly been heard in the course of the adventure, that is Asmodeus. Asmodeus, the patron of Labrakavurge the Warlock. Asmodeus, the master of the Ashmadai from the Battle of the Lake. Asmodeus, the master of the leader of the Dwergar. Lord of the Nine Hells. Lord of the Nine Hells of Bator. And you have found out from Maximus and Nimor that this particular sect or group of Dwergar is being led by a higher cleric of Asmodeus. And you have now found more evidence. You found symbols in the tabernacle defacing the dwarven temples. You have now seen symbols of Asmodeus everywhere. Oh, we get it. You guys are edgy. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> now, of course. <laughs> Make another blood circle. Of course, we actually have a traumatized tiefling with us. Yes, I assume, Fintok, you're going to see this evidence and maybe temper that reaction as soon as we get into the episode, or what? I actually wouldn't, because most of Kresis's trauma seems to be aberrant-based. So he hasn't reacted uh, relatively as badly to devilish uh, presence. So I probably wouldn't factor that in, which means he would get the full brunt of it, because I'd inconsiderably just allow him to walk in and see the evidence. It might be interesting to see if it drugs any memories of Kresis. Yes. Okay, I'm ready to get into it. Is everyone else? Sure. <laughs> it's a podcast. You can't just look at me, everyone. I think I'm probably ready. Yes. Good. Then the music playing in. Fintok, you creep into this final room of the switching station and open the door. You see in the corner, 
the easternmost corner to the north, is a symbol of Asmodeus. Asmodeus. Mm. I'm going to walk slowly forward. I will walk forward a little bit, and if I recognize that it is... You do. Asmodeus. Geyser. You begin power washing it off. Yeah, I, I don't want whatever that is to come and attack us. I've seen creepy magic before raise things from the dead. Maximus watches you do this and goes, Hmm, probably a good idea. I'll, uh, I'll make my way up, still smiling at my recent score. Yeah, you're cashed up, Krez. You have found gold and silver bars in the previous locked chest. Mm-hmm. And this chest, not so much, but a few coins maybe replenishing some from the bet you made last season in the Nimor fight. I believe you were 10 gold down. I, I made gold. Did you? Yeah. In yeah. fact, one of those little shits still owes me money. No, he just got it out of that chest. Uh, You've technically got Duragar gold. Hmm. Krezus, you enter this room, and I think Kobias got a few rounds of power washing in. Is that enough to... Let's roll Perception. And it's a medium DC if you know this to be the symbol of Asmodeus. Five. Luckily, you do not. And you just see Kobias washing a bunch of blood off the floor. Jesus. It's creepy. Why are we washing blood? Uh, I mean, why we, wouldn't you? I mean, Would you just leave blood on the floor? It was a symbol of Asmodeus. <laughs> and I, I turn and I geyser Finn talk in the face. <laughs> Sort of like when you spray uh, someone, a uh, family member with a hose. Ah! Fuck! Krez, as you hear the word of Modius, you're hit with a wave of recollection. What does that name mean to you? Krez grew up in a not nice place. In a not nice situation. When he was younger, before he was set off to sea, he was sort of in a... Rather shitty little orphanage by himself where he was still bullied a lot. There was a lot of different different races of people and whatnot in this little orphanage, but there was no other tieflings. So Asmodeus to him is a stigma that he's got to work against. Something that people see at him, but he himself... He's had doors shut on him, deals broken... And nicknames made about him because of this, but it's never done anything he couldn't get his way out of. So you think it's been like a slander to your kind? Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely, as a kid, he hated it. He absolutely despised it as a kid, but as he got older, he sort of accepted it and it helped him be stronger and come out better than pretty much everyone else in that orphanage. While they're all still probably deck crewmen or barely anything else, he made his way up to captain. And we cut back, and we're once again in this room. Kobias, you finish washing all evidence off the floor. Well, where to now? Well, let's keep checking the rooms. And then, let's have a sit down and rest. Yeah, agreed. Bintok, you go north... extends into another little corridor and then out to a familiar site, a statue by the tracks that you walked down when you first entered the switching station and you have come full circle. Can I 
look around the room that I'm in, seeing that that was apparently some kind of circle. Yeah. Looking for any kind of tracks or signs of anything abnormal that shouldn't be there but is now there originating from it. The bones that you can see looks to be a mixture of several different creatures, some large, some humanoid in shape. There's an orc skull, there's a corby, maybe some parts of a corby, a beak perhaps, and just other nondescript creatures. And the tracks you see are the heavy boots of Duragar. Do the bones and whatnot look like they've just naturally decomposed or like something's attacked them and shredded them? Give us investigation as you dig deep into this and try to find if there's any cuts in the bone, perhaps, or signs of weapon. No, I got a seven. You're not sure what you're looking at exactly. You're not medically trained. They're just dead. Yeah. There's displays like this, Maximus says, all over our tunnels. We pray for good fortune, but... Most of the work is done by Kozul at the Shrine of Sacrilege on the edge of the deeper pits. Those that worship there are given special treatment, but it takes a lot to become a servant. It's not for me. Are there many? That's a credit to you. I'm just here to work. I have a family back home. I just want to are, are there are there many of these these people that serve, that pray, that follow? They are a dominant faction. I am impartial to it. I just do my job, of course. But there are those who are very pious. There are lo- those that, like me, just are doing their job. And perhaps in smaller amounts, there are those that despise it, but are doing it anyway out of necessity. Very well. That's good to know. But it is... If your distaste of Lordiger is known, you will be taken to the shrine for reintegration. Then it probably pays to have someone that speaks a little bit of uh, Infernal with this. You speak Infernal? Yes, you've spoken it to me before. Only the priests can speak it. Well, it was a gift from one of my parents doesn't sound much of a gift to me. Uh, Depends what you do with it. More like a curse. Any words out of a devil's mouth is usually lies. They cannot be trusted. Uh, At least I have never kept slaves. Present company excluded, of course, Kresis. Yes. But uh, you give a rich man a rock, you might think you're an imbecile. You give a man in a chain a rock, and he'll thank you. I understand. The rock could be used to smash the chain. Yes, see? Now we're getting there. (sighs) You really think you can liberate the slaves? This dwarven force is really coming? Sure. I've done crazier shit. I killed a dragon. Hmm. That is impressive. Bentok, you wanted to rest? Yeah. I think if this is a safe place... We can take the time. Long or short? It's getting into the evening now. Perhaps let's not rest in the creepy room with the... No. No. You can go back to the break room. We could... Uh, what, what? Did we check the rooms earlier? The other rooms? 
to the western part yeah. or to the eastern part. Did we go through there? You did. It's just like a more work rooms, more okay. where the equipment is stored. Yeah. Yeah. Any good equipment? Mostly war picks and shovels and things like that. Mostly broken. The good stuff has been long since looted. Okay. But if you want to, you know, a few more picks, you can, but they're not going to be worth no. much. No, no, they're just good to know that they're there. Okay, you short rest. Kitchen area or anywhere really in this section. Do we have an eat from that stuff that we... Yeah, have a fill your tummies with your rations that you've procured. Cook some mushrooms up on the stove. You've got a full functioning kitchen. Maximus, roll some hit dice. I do believe I can do that. You may all roll if you are so wounded. I think everyone got a bit hit. Seven points, six points, and one more. Nice. Yeet. Nine points. Full health. Nice. I got three whole hit points back. Roll again. But just mark it down your hit dice. Are you adding your con multiplier? Uh, modifier? No, he's not, because his con is three. What? Full health. Uh, so five. All right. One hour goes by. You are all back to full health. What do you do now? Shall we move on? Let's continue. It's going to take longer to get back than it took to come down, unless we can get the minecart to work in reverse, but I doubt it if we're not at one of the activation points. Well, uh, we there can... is a functioning minecart here. Oh. We've got to can we, fix can we... that rack, that track that was broken further down, though, unless you know how to stop one of these things. Yeah, you know the mine, the diacorbies threw you off the track, so if you get to that point, you might want to jump off. Well, are we going back to that area and exploring, or are we going to go to the west and go north? Spend some more time here and do a bit of investigation in some of the plaques and records. And the There's another way back just to spend, the door. Spend more time going through things. Let's say another hour. Yeah. Investigation. Three. Sixteen. Okay. Sixteen, good. Six. Okay, I'll, I'll roll for Maximus, just in case. I helped. Not good. So with a 16, Kavias, you do find a keyword, an activation word, that might work for one of these carts. Mm. And if you confer with Fintok, it sounds like go, like as in godush. Sounds about right. Skadoosh. I'll do say stop. Kachow. You didn't find that keyword, but stop may work. Uh, Shall we in test case it? of emergencies, just in case we could try it here and not go very far. Yeah, all aboard. You say not go, all, not all aboard. Just I get into the minecart. You you want to do this? I don't know what the words are. Okay, now don't say them yet. <laughs> okay, Kres gets in one of the. Listen to me. One intact cart. Yes. First, the word for stop. Yes. Is gut gut g u t gut. The word for go is... Gadoosh, I think I said. Skadoosh. Mm. Skadoosh. Gadoosh. Go with that. Krez, Good. You, who's saying it? Me. Don't say them yet. Okay. 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 Do, you have, do you have the word for stop? Goot. Goot. The word for go is gadoosh. Gadoosh. <laughs> Krez, nothing happens, but just to the south, a cart full of oil begins to move and shudder and travel north towards you. Goot. And it keeps going. Good. And it stops just before it crashes into another cart that is in the center of these three tracks, the switching. So good out of worked? 
Or... Or they stop before they crash into each other. Yes. Yes. Right. I'm willing to bet that it's that second one. What do you do? Honestly, I, I don't care if we have to walk a, 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 an hour or so. I think it's not worth risking it, yeah. But are we going back to that area where we found Adar and exploring further, or are we just going to go to the north, back at the... Let's just go to the doors and wait. I whisper Kadush into my we've, little thing. We've got so many days. Although we could just wait here, because there's food. Well, we got the food. No, we, we were clearing out. We had things to do. I think... Do we need a Dulan told there said that we had done enough. Yeah, but, you know, we could uh, explore the area to the north of that other place we were just were, the, where the Nothics were. We could uh, go through the Slumber of Ancients. We could go back to where we found Ada. There was the tunnels that kept going the other way. Out of those options, I'd rather look at... I'd rather look at places in the city that the Dwergar might be less interested in than go down dank tunnels that Monster has almost certainly dug. We could go uh, well, let, down Let's the at least dragons. go to the doors and then back to the place where we killed those creatures and try the north and... We could go area. hunt down some dragon booty. You, do you know of this, Chris? You killed the dragon. I killed the dragon. Yeah, but have you in character talked about dragon booty? How did you know there's dragon booty? Where there is a dragon... There is booty. Okay. This is established law. Okay. Yes. I am a man of booty. Decide what you want to do, please. The floor is yours. Don't wait for me. I think at least, because we've got so much time, let's at least go back to the doors like you were saying. Make sure the way is clear. Everyone that was here has moved on. But I, I don't see the, the value in staying here when we should at least be with Anastasia making sure that she's safe and everything's running smoothly. So we're going to the doors to get what then? Just to make sure between here and the doors, because everyone that was here is gone, but okay. where did they go? Okay. If not through the Nothics or that way. Well, let's go. Yeah. To the doors. To the doors. You walk across to the west, you follow the tracks. You make it to checkpoint WB. Similar, very small little alcove in the stone. Is this where, the, where we got jumped by bird people? That was... Checkpoint A. Oh, no mind. This is one you passed walking. It's just nothing was in there. And you travel a few more hours and make it to checkpoint WA, where, of course, you met Ada. And your crashed cart is still there. How does the tracks look? Do they look fixable? Give it a bit of time. And as you get there, oh. you hear sounds. Never mind. What kind of sounds? I will... Roll perception, John. Pass without a trace if they haven't, if whatever that sound is is far away enough. Tobias is hearing this as you're getting closer, scuttling. I'm going to stealth. 19. My passive is 18, if it helps. Yeah, that's why you're hearing this. Okay. You just go round the bend, just up ahead, Tobias, is where your cart crashed. And you hear this scraping sound just in the distance. Rolled a dirty 20 for stealth. Did you add 10? I rolled a dirty 30 for stealth. 16. 16's very low for me. Hmm. You are sufficiently stealth. Wait, what did you roll? Oh, no, wait, sorry, 26. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rather. Yes. <laughs> so, Tobias, you hear scratching noises, and as you look across, you see nothing. It is completely dark, and you only have 60-foot vision. I'll, uh, I'll poke my head out out. Krez, you poke your head out. Look up. Yes. You look up, you look all around, 
You still don't see anything. I'll sneak forward 30 feet. Sneak forward 30 feet. Why are you going ahead again? Because I've got 120 feet vision. Let it happen. Nothing. Because you are hugging the wall. It's what obscuring I your view. Is I'm just trying to think of, of how I would mechanically do this. Uh, one of the 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 stone, the light stone in the bag. The light stone. You pull out the stone that you found. No, before. don't pull it out. I pull okay. out the bag that has the light stone in it. Yes. Keeping it closed so that it is not shedding light. Okay. Forgot about that. When did you last look at it? Not since you put it away. Okay. Well, cool. So I, I don't know if it's still going. Okay. And then I'm going to go to the northern wall all the way. Being northern sneaky. wall? Yep. 35 feet. And uh, I will work my way across as quietly as I can until I reach a pillar I can hide behind. It's about 70 feet ahead of you. Or until I see something. I'm going to ready action. And I'll call them up at least to Krez. So you've got this long L-shaped bend that goes north yeah. and then curves around to the west. Fintok, are you hugging the wall just before the bend? Yes. I, I'm, yeah, I'm signaling to Fintok and Maximus to go to Kres because he hasn't seen them from where he is. Yes. And I can't see anything from where I am yet. Not yet. Kobias, you make the first move. You move 30 feet, hugging the northern wall. And then I'll just kind of, like, each station, I'll get them to move forward if I can. You see nothing at this stage. I'll, I'll move up 30 feet then. Kres moves up 30 feet. And then I'll turn around and signal Finn to come. Fintok and Maximus. Okay, I go with you. Tobias, on the roof, just above where the minecart crashed, yeah. is a cockroach. Yeah. About the size of a person. Ugh. Rusty! A cockroach about the size of a person on the roof. Does it look like a rust monster? No, it's a cockroach. No, it's a cockroach. Like it's just an actual cockroach. Yeah, the actual size cockroach. of a man. It has reddish coloured skin spiky carapace and it's just feeling out oh ew the air that's not cute can I hear anything else listening out yeah you see this cockroach it's not really moving a lot but you're hearing more I think we should I'm going to go back to the I'm going to signal group. you I'm going to signal you um, I'm going to signal Krez with things count I think we should run I'm going to go back have to we the... seen it yet I'm going to well shush for a second then I'll tell you about it <laughs> Tobias is holding up his hand, saying stop. I'm going to go back to the group, even if I have to shadow step. And then I will say, like, you know, I can see one of them, but it sounds like there are many. They're like these big cockroaches. Uh, Nature check. I've got a uncanny feeling that it knows we're here. Big cockroaches? Nature yeah. check. It could be rock roaches. I'm rolling terribly. Yeah, I'm five. Three. Thirteen. What did it look like? A big cockroach, like the size of a person, red, spiky. It's probably a rock roach. Is that a thirteen? Uh, Nasty things, critters, spit acid. Do they swarm? Uh, there's usually a group of them, yes. They come in small nests. How deadly are they? They're a hindrance. They spit acid at you from the ceiling. All right. We hold up our shields as we travel. We usually ignore them, but they're quite dangerous when cornered. The purpose of us being here is to clear the road for the dwarves. 
Well, these creatures certainly don't have any design. They're just vermin. Are they weak? Can we just squash them? Well, they're quite a nuisance, but we can kill them if we have to. But usually they disperse on their own. Mm -hmm. They only search for food. What kind of food do they eat? They dissolve meat with their acid. Interesting. Okay. Dead corbies. And they they can burrow through rock, more or less. Hmm. I've got a question. Directly to the north, is it a hole? Directly to the north, there is a hole, but it's not very deep that you know of. It might look a bit new. I'm going to inspect it closer. You're going to inspect it closer? Yeah. You spit in the face. Is it deep now? It's pretty deep. And it stinks of some sort of smell. Wait, acid, right? You said acid? Yes. Right, I've got a friend that might help for this. Can I listen and see if the crouching sound is coming from the hole? Doesn't seem to be. Seems to be where the roach that Tobias pointed out that you can just see on the roof, 60 foot to the southwest. Can I look and see if there are other points where rocks might be covering holes? You think the sound is coming from around or behind the crashed minecart? Because it's oh. quite large. It could be Ooh. hiding. Ew. So I think we have two things. We could ignore it, go back, and get them to let us know when they're going to arrive. We go through, see if it's still there, and clear it out together. I say we move through. If a group of dwarves came past these, they would squash them in an instant. They're yeah. vermin. Yeah. That's what, you, that's what you want us to think. <laughs> so if we went through, they might chase us, and that's annoying... Well, they might be hostile. They might ignore you. What are you saying about acid? They said they normally ignore them as well. Uh, We hold up our shields and we usually squash them, or if they're not a nuisance, we just, you know, throw fire at them. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, I I think if we just run and shoot, I can just nail them if they chase us. We'll just just walk past them. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. let's just walk past them. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll lead the way if need be. I don't care. Let's head back. Already an Eldritch Blast if we're going to walk through. Yeah, already a crossbow. Yeah, yeah, sure, Bo, sure. And we'll just walk through, I guess. Okie dokie. If you are engaged in combat, are you just going to flee? We're just going to, yeah. Yeah, essentially, we're just going to... Just walk, keep going. Keep going past them. And if they attack, we'll attack. If they don't, then we'll just continue. If they attack, you'll attack. So it yeah. will be initiative. We'll hug the northern wall. And if they attack, then we'll attack. Okay, sure. So just to be clear, you're going to fight them? No, we're going to leave. Okay, even if they shoot at you? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Who moves first? I'll go first. Fintok. Yeah, stealth. You may act. Oh, we're still stealthy. We still have passed without a trace, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you all moving forward or just you? Uh, I mean, I'll move forward. Are we still stealthy? Yeah. Northern Wall. 35. 32. 21. Maximus got a 19 plus 10, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. And you hug the Northern Wall, and you see a rock roach scanning on the roof, looking around. And it doesn't seem to notice you. Cool, we'll just move then. And you slink past. As you get to the other side of the mining cart, you see four more of them just up against the wall. Like they're getting 
down and dirty or something. Mm. All right, let's move past. And you move past, mm-hmm. and you slink away to the west. Episode of Natural Geographic up in here. And you continue on. No, I was joking when I said there was only going to be five of them. You spend another hour or two, and finally you make it to Access Station West, and soon after, the western gates of Gauntlegrim, where you entered the city. <laughs> the first time I've actually looked at them from this side. Didn't think I would. You really can open them? Ah, oh, done it before. Hmm. Well, it's a... Hope that we can, uh, welcome... Welcome our friends soon. But, uh, everything looks good to me. Are you happy? Should we open the doors? On the off chance? What, that they're there? Or, or that something else is? Good point. I mean, where did we come here? Yeah. To, to, if something else is guarding the doors, we might want to... Imagine there's an entire ass army on the other side of this door. How funny would that be? Do you want to? I think I do. I'll, uh, ready some Eldritch Blasts. You're going to see the old home you had? Nope. Rather not. Might be quite traumatic for you, Chris. Yeah, look, I will just shoot anything that doesn't look friendly. Bintoki, you reach out your hand. Yep. And you press open the door once more, and it slowly creaks open. And the light of the mithril shines, and the door is open. I squint, almost kind of mundanely this time. And you have made it back to the grand cavern. I breathe out, almost nostalgically. Just by the doors, on the bank of the area where Kobias killed the Watcher in the lake, is the corpse of that creature, bloated, festering, fermenting. The smell is unbearable as this creature split asunder with a little Krez-shaped hole in the middle. Krez, how do you feel seeing this again? Disgusted, mostly. I think the state of grotesque and bloatness and decay that it's in kind of puts a small smile to Krez's face, as in a sort of fuck you. Maximus says, what the hell is that? That was what was guarding the doors, Maximus. It's, uh, That's the way we came in. A little fair to say that it's kind of, sort of, technically me, but not me. What? It yeah. pulled him out of its belly. What? It's a, sto- it's a story, all right? Maybe we could try and um, dispose of it. Is there a way we could burn it or something? We'd need fire to burn it, right? Oh, you're right. You know, I wonder if there's anything valuable at the bottom of this ocean. This lake, I mean. Well, I mean, I'm sure. Why don't you find out, Chris? Take a swim. Well, you can part the water. Sure. I mean, I can just swim. If you're mentally able to do this, then sure. Well, unless you've got trauma, then maybe not. Trauma. Roll your little will save that you like doing. What for? He's fine. He's fine. Oh. (laughs) Actually, he's fine now. We'll wait. Okay. We'll wait. We'll let him get to the bottom, and then he can freak out. Because it is rather dark. Uh, I'm sorry, where are you going? Uh, what's the odds that I drag shit down there with me? What? what? 
I mean, the Watcher, right? Surely it drags some some things down there. There might be something good. Yeah, we can always have a look. That's what I'm doing. I tense up. We'll, You're we'll, thinking of going down there? Fintok being deathly afraid of dark water. Why, you want to join me? <laughs> I back towards the doors and can seriously consider just going back through them and shutting them on you all. I'll be quick. I'll do a quick once through and then I'll come back up. I would honestly God shadow step through them just to be like, ah. <laughs> Kresis, you walk forward to the edge of the bank of this dark lake. Uh, what do you do? Take a few steps back and then sort of just run and dive through into the water. <laughs> you see Krez jump into the water, the dark water in the pitch blackness. I feel sick to my stomach watching this. Disappear and swim. And then I'll spend however long you'd think it'll take to just sort of swim around. Yeah, give us a... So this water is reasonably clear. It is pitch black. So roll it normal. 13. You search for quite a while. He's down there. He's obviously, you know he can breathe water. He's down there for about half an hour. And you find the corpses of salamander, of old bones crunched up. You're not sure what it is. It's been eaten. You see rusted pieces of armor long long since deteriorated I'll uh, pop back up on the shore and it's a long half an hour you guys are just sitting there seeing bubbles just pop up on the surface what manner of man goes down to seek the dead <sighs> in the dread deep nothing good in there there's a dead salamander I don't know what the fuck that's about well, that was you did that. No, oh, yeah, yeah, that was you. Oh, hey, I'll take it. Um, I mean, okay, so which way they would be going the way through the west, I think. But we have time between now and then. We could try and find the kobolds the lair again and see if they have anything of value. And then I guess try and go through Gomos territory to clear it out. Now you're putting quite the distance between you and Anastasia. I don't like that idea. I think we should go back. Okay, well, what about we just check out the... Co- it's only... It's not that far, is it? It's, it's days. days. It's a days. days. Well, the cobalt, wasn't uh, the cobalt's there only like... It's like three hours away? Four hours away. Yeah. You can do it if you want. It's not days. You just said three or four hours. I don't want to I mean, the whole round trip is over oh, a day. okay. To yeah. get back now, you would be into the night. You would sure. get exhausted. Well, oh, yeah, they're in black. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe let's head back then. It's sure. up to you. You can do it. It's just gonna have a sleepy sleep on the way. Mechanically, through. I'll just say you're gonna get some random encounters more because you're traveling quite significantly. Let's head back. Yeah, it's up to you. Let's see if Anastasia's found anything in the book. Yeah, we'll uh, pass some some time with uh, some chores or something. You wanna head back? Yeah. Yeah, we'll pass time till we get back. All right. I'll make my way over to the the bloated corpse. So on the way back. Pass without a trace is. Wait, I didn't do my thing. I had a thing. You had a thing? You yeah, didn't say that. Hey, I, I just said I will make my way over to the bloated corpse. Oh, Krez, say it again. I'll make my way over to the little bloated corpse. Little, large, large huge, massive. And I'll look into one of its really fucked up, glazy looking eyes. And I'll just be like, you can't get me now, can you, you fuckers? And then just walk off. Roll the wheel save. 
A wisdom saving throw. Ten. Just when you're saying goodbye to this creature, you hear the distant song in the edge of your hearing. Discordant and rhythmic, almost luring you. I just turn back to the corpse and just shoot a blast at it. Whoa! Settle down. Do that with warning next time. It had it coming. <sighs> Are we going back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've uh, we've used enough time for now. We can uh, go further maybe when we've got more planning under our belt. More hours go by. It's entering the night now. You're getting very quite tired. You slip past the rock roaches once again, I'm assuming. Yeah. Are you doing pass without a trace again? Yeah. Do you want to roll a group stealth if you are slipping through? 29. 36. 57. 24. Oh. Well, I can't possibly notice you, so you slip by. And hours go by, you make it back to the tabernacle entrance. Yes. And then you travel back to the south, back into the main tabernacle. You lay a narrative finger on Anastasia and will hunt you down. (laughs) (laughs) And it's getting quite into the night. You're going to have to sleep pretty soon. Otherwise, you're going to get a bit of... Oh, I see what he's doing. How far out are we from the temple? Another hour. Oh, last hour to the temple, but we're going to go straight to bed. Sure. Yeah, we'll sleep when we get there. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> He's like, I need to do it to be continued, so maybe I should just kill Anastasia. We've got plenty of time. Can you do a percentage roll for me? Okay. Harking to our mothership time, would you like to do a little percentage roll? Pick any of the... Oh. You want me to use... Well, okay. uh... I'll use the ten from mine and one of yours. Okay. Sure. Very elaborate. Then it's like a group effort. <laughs> Except for Doug. You can have my inspiration. Oh, you can have... All right. And my axe. How do we determine advantage? Just roll it twice. No, no, I said just... It's not advantage. Just roll it. I need a result. 46. Okay. You travel through the tabernacle for hours. You're getting quite tired now, but you make the journey unaccosted. And you're standing at the Temple of Moradin. Oh, temple, sweet temple. And you enter. Howdy, I'm home. I'm going to say, Anastasia. You hear a ruffling of papers and Anastasia runs out into the main area. Fintok, you're back! Trips over the bell and the bear traps. Ah! I always forget <laughs> that. Anyway, what's going on? Well, we, um... Where's Ada? She left. She what? She, she what? She went left. mad, so we killed her. No, what? she left. <laughs> I'm assuming she didn't come back here then. No, I haven't seen her. It's just been Fug here. He's been... I've been trying to teach him some letters, but it, oh, it, makes, it gives me a headache. But he's been rather calm. Well, I'm glad to hear that, at least. But what happened? Well, we went to... Um, we met some more creatures. We met another Destrakan, another Nothic. Oh, no. And, uh... Oh, is that the head? Disgusting. Yeah, here it is. Why did you carry it back, Fintok? In case we met some more Duergar and we could get some credit by saying we helped them clear out the intrusions. Um, there was also some Gricks. You ever heard of those? When you're you're talking to Anastasia and her skin looks very pale than usual. Mm. You don't look so good. I've just been studying for so long. I've been worried that I've been trying to stay awake. I'm getting quite weary, but... Did you learn anything? And just above her temple is a little blue 
Scar. Do I, I recognize, I see it? I've seen that before. I would say all of you see it. Anastasia? What, Chris? Can you, uh, just come with me for a minute? Why? What's going on? We should see Dulan. We should see Dulan. I've been studying by the... the Anastasia. Yes. You have a mark of the spell plague on your forehead. What? No, of course not. Yes. Just come see Dulan and we can hopefully get this cleared up. She rustles in her bag and pulls out a little mirror that she uses to comb her hair. I've had this removed from me before. Oh my god. Oh, Morden. I'm sure Dulan would more than happily remove it from you if he can. I think back to the moment when we attacked the Mind Flayer and I look down at my own hands and I see how pale my skin has become. That can't be good. Do you guys feel... Do you feel tired? Yeah. Yeah. She rolled a natural one. Tired. She's got a scar. What does that have to do with it? It's, uh... It's a symptom. It is? One of many. We've got the... We've got the plague? Is that right? Went straight to... Changing... Body parts. That's another symptom of it. But... It's, uh, I'm sorry? Changing body parts? What? That's a rather drastic... You never told me that. Drastic symptom of it. Well, the... Also, the when, did you, at the, when did you get the spell plague? Well, funny. Uh, you know how I, when I grabbed that light stone, I used the bag in the library? Yeah. Well, if you remember, we were in the sewers, and there was a the shiny sewers. rock in the wall. That was, that was months back. Yeah, well, I, I touched it without anything on my hands, and the next morning I woke up and my hands had changed, or my I, hand that I, I touched it with had changed. What? And I hold up my what? hand, and it's uh, it's just got some scarring where the fur is, you know, thinned out compared to the rest of me. It's probably best you don't know, but the point is... <laughs> well, that makes me feel better. Well... Better than me telling you. Chris just looks at it and goes, uh, yeah, that'll do it. it. We'll just say that after a visit with the cleric a couple times, honestly, as you can see, you you hadn't noticed up until I told you. So Thank Martin I didn't take that fucking belt. I think if you see Dulan, you'll be fine. I'm trying to encourage you. All right. Dulan! Well, they all sort of approach it, I'll make my way to the back of the group and, and kind of lean against one of the walls and try and stay away from it a bit. Just watch. Yeah. After a moment, a spectral dwarven cleric manifests in front of these plinths at the back of the wall. I'll let Josh open the bottle. Sorry, that was also half me trying to time it so it would sound like a spirit apparating. That's also what it sounds like when a spirit appears. <laughs> you hear like a and then the rest of the body glug, 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 glug. Kres, uh, uh, put your tentacle away. <laughs> so this dwarven cleric resplendent in armor, shield, warhammer, and belt, items in their physical form that are presented on these plinths. The helm and armor of a Solenor 
of Moradin and this ghostly figure Dulan Thovia manifests and regards you all. Hey, Solonor. I think... I think me and Anastasia have got the spell plague. The spell plague? It's a modern thing. You are wounded. Yeah. We could use some restoration. Do her first, though. I will take a look. He holds out his hands over Anastasia's forehead. This is a strong magical curse. An insidious disease. It is lucky you have come so soon. This has potential to change your very essence. But I believe with some restoration I can remove it. Will you be okay if you do? It would drain much of my power. I will not be available until the next dawn. You can do it once? I can do it two times. Two times, all right. But you will come back, all right? I believe so. As long as my items remain here, I will return in time. Your watch has almost ended, but not quite yet, old man. Dulan holds his hands over Anastasia and just like they did to Ada, curing her of her aging from the ghost, Anastasia, the scar begins to heal as the energy passes through. Fintok, you receive the same treatment and you feel a wash of restoration. All your tiredness goes away and colour returns to your cheeks. And as Dulan's doing the last of the spell, he begins to flicker and then fade. And he is gone. Thanks again, old man. Oh, well, that's a relief. See? Nothing mm. to fear, young Anastasia. Oh, I, I thank Moradin for that, of course. Dulan, thank you. I, I thank you all for pointing it out. I, I, I was feeling off. I didn't want to admit that it was getting to me. Mm. Yeah, me too. But I, I feel a good night's rest will, will, I'll be right as rain in the morning. Yes, I could use a sleep. And uh, hey, at least you skipped some of the other stuff. Mm. Yeah, you're gonna have to tell me about that sometime. Maybe in the morning. You're rudely interrupted. What's going on? You're back. Yes, we are back. Oh. Very good. Fug of the bloody fist, the orc barges into the room and exclaims loudly. You gonna take me to come spit some Duragar skull or what? Uh, well, we just got back, so not now, but yeah. soon. I've been waiting around this temple for half the day. We know some cockroaches you can go and kill if you want. <laughs> Gross. Good smashing, though. They kind of make this split. It's very satisfying. Well, take me with you next time. Okay. Yeah, we will. But now it's time to sleep. And you all sleep as another night passes within the temple of Moradin. And I don't have to make a wisdom save. And you do not, or Anastasia, have to make a wisdom save. I'm kind of sad. I wish I, I wish I could keep it, but I couldn't have an <laughs> You can go reason. rub yourself in some, ex like some, yeah. go dig up the cairn of the 
See, I don't just know. roll around in the yeah. uh, on like I don't even know what the hell's going to happen if I get rid of it. Wipe its goo on that's on the shelves still. Just like wipe it all over your face. Well, you're scarred, right? Like yours is d- inert. And it is now the seventh of Hammer, kind. of fourteen eighty dr, the year of deep water drifting. It is six o'clock in the morning, and you all awake over the night. As as they all as everyone sort of. Just, I'll just stop you here before you ruin another of Kobias's flashbacks. This is this is all because <laughs> we did this to him last season. This is all just before everyone would have gone gone to sleep. Okay, so, I've I've got your th- I've got your thoughts in mind, Josh. So every, as everyone sort of like walks away and and goes, he sort of Chris sort of hangs back a second and sort of smiles at everyone and looks down at his own hand and thinks again of the of the watcher. He knows that the plague changes yourself and he wonders, will that happen again? And then he goes to bed. And we pass over to Kobias as he stirs in his sleep. Mm. As Kobias sleeps, he has recently heard of the presence of bugbears. In the in the Duagar encampments, bugbears that may or may not have any relation to the lost peoples of his own hometown, home village, and thinks back on on this, and it's been on his mind for a, a, a day or two now, and that's kind of what he thinks of when he goes to sleep. So, as his eyes, you know, go as his vision goes dark in his in his slumber. His eyes kind of simultaneously open, like he's like that blending moment between the waking and the dream. And as he rises from his slumber, as though he's just finished a rest, in fact, but he's not in the cave in the temple where everyone else is. He's in a bit more of a familiar cave. There's moss and lichen on the walls, and a warm hearth and bed. It doesn't seem like any room that he's ever had, but um, it still seems familiar in, in, in a way. And as he sits up and then stands up, it feels weird. Different. Almost like he's not himself. And then he's I'm not sure if you've ever experienced this, but when you're in bed and it's like, like you close your eyes and it feels like you're above your own bed and like you're floating up and that weird, like as you're falling asleep, you have that weird feeling. Yeah. It's kind of like that. And out from where he is, is a female bugbear that steps out. And he recognizes this bugbear to be of the name of Thornmeat. She's familiar from his time in the village where he grew up. And she moves out of the cavern's chamber that houses many villagers. And she's met by... An entrance that is also covered in this green moss, absolutely just everywhere. And it makes sense why there was moss and plant life in that room, because this person was very much into plants from his memories. She uh, covers her eyes as the sun falls down on her face, and children run up to her and throw their arms around her, and they say, Big sister, big sister! Uh, she says, children, good morning. Big sister Thormead, will you teach us some magic today? Maybe later, children. For now, um, 
tell me where my mother and father might be. Well, Chief Stonefang is with Leapfang and they're reviewing their duties and Mother Earthwell is waiting for you by the garden. So Thornmead thanks the children and moves to the garden and overhears the chieftain speaking with one of the lieutenants. These humans are becoming more ambitious with their approach. We should be pushing them back. That is not our method. You know this. They are scared and hungry. Our cousins in darker places have displayed this kind of foolishness, and we have shown that goblinoids are capable of much more. Allowing the humans to come for us is foolishness. They will be the death of us. Thornmead continues and sees her mother. Daughter, welcome. You look troubled. Uh, Leap Fang is arguing with father again. He should know his place. Well, you know him. He worries for us. But we have our duty, and your father knows how to teach his lieutenants well. I suppose that's true. Well, what are we doing today? Well, we are going to be doing some more gardening, of course. That's why we're here. And they go through and they gesture over many of the plants in rows, almost like a small crop of farming that you can imagine would be for like everyone's food. And as they wave their hand, this kind of bright, warm glow, very like almost earthy in in tone. A little bit of orange, a little bit of almost browns in fact, kind of fall over the plant life and it grows and flourishes and starts to provide fruit and, and, and vegetables and things that they can eat. Hmm. Well, Maybe later we can go out hunting. Yes, maybe. You see, as the mother is about to finish her sentence... Oh. Okay. As if speaking to someone who's not there, the mother says, Thank you for the warning. We will prepare as soon as we can and hope to meet you at the rendezvous. Godspeed. What is it, mother? For need, gather the children and the elders. Get them to the safe place. What do you mean? The humans, they blame us for a lot of what's going on with their food. Their king is greedy and he's jealous. They're coming for us. But we have to move now. Help is on the way. Okay. Rather than following that that train of thought in a dream it's sort of like well the first thing that comes to Gabias's mind is the first thing that then transitions in that scene the world kind of morphs into another similar to how a dream would you turn to the right and it's not the same place it's darker everyone's there and scared and the children sister are we going to be okay we'll be fine we just need to move okay and as they run through uh everyone's panicking Torches arising over the hill, and Thornmead rushes past Leapfang and says, Make sure you're quick, okay? Don't fall behind. As they make their way through the gates, they're, they're going through. Uh, you hear Earthwell, her mother, saying, My son! My son! He's back there! Help him! A dark figure, Tobias recognizes this. This is Dolan. He's running back. He then turns his head and sees the village burning 
his family running, and they disappear into the darkness of the forest. He can't see that any trace of where they are or where they went. And as this moment passes, he wakes, remembering all that he had, all that he lost, all that he hoped for, and the thought that some of that, even a small spark of that, might be close by. And we'll see you next time. The scene fades out. And the scene rises up over the trees. Dawn is breaking. Neverwinter is in the distance. And above the tree line of Neverwinter Wood, we see a host of dwarves, 50 strong, led by a little dwarven man named Sisko, trudging through the fields, leading a group of dwarven force into the heart of the forest. The camera pans up. We see Mount Hote now in the distance, ominous. And then it fades in, goes deeper and deeper into the mountain and passes through. You see all the tunnels, the lava, and it passes through Duragar mines. You see them whipping at slaves. You see them yelling commands, carting ore out, mithril gold, and sometimes a glowing red rock. And lastly, we see a young woman with golden hair, behind her a drow, sneaking their way through on the side of the tunnel. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening, everybody. Tune in next time. Tune in next week. Ready? He did his own voiceover. <laughs> he's 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 the anyway. orcish version of when Pinocchio devolves in that one skit where he must taste, have flesh to a donkey or something. I could not wait any longer. Oh, I, I must, must consume flesh. your flesh. No, I was like, I must consume your oh, so I can dear become flesh. God, oh dear Somebody God, demon and God. spirits! Oh, take away this puppet boy's life. He's evil. He's pure evil. Oh Jesus, God, please help help me, save me. Oh jeez. The smell is unbearable. <laughs> this is meant to be inflection. We're meant to ready kissy, for characters. Yeah, but this is where we let the rest of it out. Okay, I'm daring you all to stay in character for the entire session. Go. Yeah, let's stay in character. In character the entire session. Go. All right, go. To the doors. To the doors. To the gates, to the gates, to the gates, to the gates, precious. Who broke character first? <laughs>